Welcome to the Mama Matters podcast. Whether you're expecting, you've recently given birth, or you're just starting along your fertility journey, it's time to get down to the nitty gritty and sort fact from fiction. I'm your host, Rosie Dumbrell, physiotherapist and pregnancy expert. Mama Matters aims to provide an easily digestible, up-to-date and evidence-based approach to pregnancy, birth and motherhood with a side dose of humour along the way. Interviews from the industry's leading experts and experience of my own adventures as a mother to three gorgeous boys under four. I want to share the stuff that helps to grow confidence throughout motherhood. Mama Matters is a podcast by Lenny Rose Active and this is what you can expect to hear in upcoming episodes. You know, each time we did research with younger and younger children, we would find that they were able to tell us that according to the, the surveys and the, the interviews that we would do, that thin bodies are good and fat bodies are bad. Mm-hmm. And they would be able to tell us that, you know, this was three-year-olds. Yeah. As soon as they could put the sentence together, they could point out, and we sort of asked, it's like a game-based interview, and, and they would point out that, you know, it was the thin child that was the good one and the, the fat child didn't have any friends. So it's really ingrained from three years old. Welcome back, ladies. Welcome to episode 30. Today is part one of a two-part series in which we're chatting with the most amazing Dr. Zali Yeager. And she's an associate professor in health and physical education at Vic Uni and has a background in education and specific expertise around evaluating intervention programs and content in school settings and enhancing teachers' capacity to promote body image in their schools. She's a mum herself of three beautiful children and has become increasingly passionate about promoting positive body image among mothers in order to enhance their own well-being and that of their children. And she, along with Dr. Ivanka Pritchard and Dr. Laura Hart, founded the not-for-profit Body Confident Mums. And they share the work of their research and resources for mums and their families around uh, gaining and promoting positive body image. And so today we are focusing more around uh, body image in pregnancy and in postpartum and what the research shows and what their work has shown can really help with you know more positive association of body image in these times and then part two which is coming out next week we will talk more specifically about how we can really promote better body image in our children and you know knowing that these sort of things start to be evolved really really early from you know as early as the age of three so it's really important that we understand all of the different sort of levers and impacts on our children and how we can best sort of foster positive body image from that really really young age. So a really great couple of episodes coming up. And yeah, without further ado, I'm really excited to introduce Dr. Zali Yeager. Okay, so welcome back, Zali. So great to have you back on uh, the podcast. Thanks for having me. No problems. Hopefully a little bit more of a clearer line today, which is amazing. Today we're talking about uh, raising children with healthy body image and self-esteem. And obviously this is a big part of the sort of body of work that you and your amazing counterparts at Body Confident Mums are sort of doing. So can you tell us about your projects in this area? Yeah, sure. So, well, this is actually, we've kind of renamed this part of of our work. So we've started a new research translation organisation called the Body Confident Collective. And um, within that, we have Body Confident Families. This is sort of going to be the housing for Dr. Laura Hart's work with the program Confident Body, Confident Child. And this is something that she's worked on over the past sort of eight years, developing a a parenting program for parents of two to six-year-old children that really helps parents to encourage healthy eating, not to the point where 
you're causing body image problems, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. um, so much of the sort of healthy eating mantra can be a little bit problematic sometimes. Mm-hmm. How to have that sort of holistic framework in your family around food and bodies and movement and and health. Awesome. Yeah, it's so great. I mean, because we know that obviously be able to enlighten us directly on this, but children form how they feel about their bodies very, very early on in life. Can you tell us it's what we know early. about how and yeah. when they form how they feel about their bodies? Yeah, so when we ask most parents, they'll tell us that they don't think body image is really relevant until they have a teenager. Oh. You know, each time we did research with younger and younger children, we would find that they were able to tell us that according to the the surveys and the the interviews that we would do, that thin bodies are good and fat bodies are bad. Mm -hmm. And they would be able to tell us that, you know, this was three-year-olds. As soon as they could put the sentence together, they could point out and we sort of asked, it's like a game-based interview. And and they would point out that, you know, it was the thin child that was the good one and the, the fat child didn't have any friends. So it's really ingrained from three years old. And it was at that point, because, you know, before then we'd been developing all these school-based programs and, you know, thinking that we were doing some sort of early intervention by working with, you know, eight and nine-year-olds. And it was at that point that we were just like, oh, like we have to yeah. do much more than that. Yeah. And so, you know, the sort of the only place that we can really have that influence is in the home where mm. there's opportunity to create a body-confident sort of environment. Mm. And do we know if it's worse in females versus males at that age? Because obviously we we tend to associate body image and sort of body self-esteem difficulties with women, but I'm sure it is, and we obviously know it's more and more prevalent in males as well these days. Yeah. I mean, the difficulty is that because they have different preferences, like their their desire for increased muscularity and increased mm-hmm. height is sometimes a little bit confounded in you know the measures that we use that ask about how they'd like to change their body. So it's a bit complicated, mm-hmm. but you know, basically in, in children from three years year old there was that kind of we call it weight stigma which is like you know the belief that larger bodies are bad which is really the precursor because then they apply those standards to themselves and to others around them Mm. and so what influences a child's body image you know at this really really preliminary age what are the influences that sort of you know are most important well across the board it's peers family and the media Mm. but when they're really young you know before the age of nine family is the predominant influence Mm. Um, and it's after that age of nine that sort of both peers become the predominant and then media sort of depends on how much media they're consuming and what sort of media it is so you know at that early age it's really the family and that's mostly driven by the mother so they are just complete sponges and even you know before three they are picking up all of the signals that we're role modeling about how we feel about our bodies and how we treat our bodies and how we treat ourselves yeah it's very scary it's very scary isn't it and yeah it's and it's it's a big responsibility to shoulder but I think it really highlights just how important appreciating and getting our own body esteem and body image in order as as women and as mothers so that we can not then have that overlaid into our children's ideas about themselves. That's right. And we did a piece of research and it's kind of like stating the obvious, but we, you need to confirm these things through research, otherwise you don't know if they're true. Mm. You know, we did the study and found that women who had higher levels of body image said that they were able to more easily role model positive body body image to their kids. And so it's it's kind of because we were kind of thinking, oh, maybe you could fake it. Like, <laughs> you know, maybe you could just pretend. Yeah. But, you know, you kind of do have to have that authentic higher 
level of body appreciation and it is possible to get there. You know, there are things that you can do to improve your own body image so that you can role model it to your kids and probably faking it is probably a good first step. But yeah, that that role modeling is just so important. So the way that we talk about our bodies in front of our children, the way that we appreciate our bodies in terms of how we we move and we eat, I guess. And yeah, I mean, like I know a big one is like, you know, probably like at the beach <laughs> for women, like, you know, unveiling the body and not sort of, you know, yeah. doing doing so in a in a self conscious way, which is it's it's, it's big work. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. But I mean the, it's kind of the day to day stuff that comes up, you know, like, you know, there's those moments and you always seem to be terribly unprepared for them. Like they'll ask you something in the car while you're trying to reverse park or something. <laughs> but, you know, like when they ask it, why is your tummy so squishy? You know, and it's like, oh oh, I've never thought about that before. How am I going to answer this question? But it's just, I mean, I guess it's always just trying to respond, showing appreciation for the functionality. So, you know, well, this tummy had you inside it and that's why. And then it's also this tummy helps me to cuddle you better and all of those sorts of things so that you can turn that into a positive thing. Yeah, we just really want to discourage sort of talking negatively about your own body or anyone else's. But even like talking positively about bodies like, oh, you've lost weight you look so great like they pick up on that too that's yeah sort of like negative positive isn't it like it's yeah yeah. Yeah, all of those things really just communicate that your appearance is the most important part of you and it's just really not like it's like the least interesting part of us Mm. so trying to just kind of decrease the overall focus on appearance by talking about achievement and personality and functionality instead Mm, absolutely (laughs) i'm just (laughs) thinking of like hard to do i'm thinking of my old who yeah. knows there's a another baby growing in my belly but it's not oh, yeah. yet visible and he's just like I want your tummy to be so fat mom it's gonna he's like laughing as he says it. yeah it's gonna be so fat and I'm like I know buddy because growing a whole baby in there and isn't it gonna be so great like I'm just trying to like I it was that the way he says it is actually quite funny and I'm lucky that yeah. I'm not that sensitive I perhaps once was but I'm pretty yeah. good these days a lot more robust so but do we like you know we've got the whole you know, this is a really common book series that is I'm sure in everyone's houses the um the Thomas the Tank Engine and mm-hmm. the Fat Controller and I went through a period of like just calling him the controller <laughs> yep. like, do I use the fat word or not and then there's a thin controller so we call both of them the controller and not necessarily like you know labeling one or the other and I'm like oh my gosh it's a bit of a minefield like what, what do yep. we do there do we openly use the word fat do we embrace it do we or do we shy away from it how do we yeah. I mean, okay, this could be a whole other episode for a start. <laughs> but um, most of the issues that we have around fat are our own trauma around this that we have from growing up. So, you know, fat was immediately associated with such a negative thing. And what we're trying to promote at the moment, which is like, you know, this is super hard to do. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to call it's a struggle in my household but what we're trying to do is just not immediately have that negative association of fat as bad and when we kind of ban the word fat then we're kind of implying that it's not a desirable thing Mm. but we're trying to make it neutral Mm. so we're trying to make it like yeah uh, yeah you have fat I have fat we all have fat it kind of helps our bodies to function Mm. you know instead of um kind of being like immediately super upset that our kids have said that something or someone is fat having said that like 
there is still kind of think a general thing where we wouldn't want to start calling people fat unless they call themselves that and that's kind of a fat activism thing Mm. Um, and so you know it's a really tricky line to walk and I just I don't even have the right answers I can't even pretend (laughs) it's really tricky And, and then of course you can't really do the research to find out whether that is you know which approach is a good one to do so it's just I guess trying the main aim just being to try and disrupt that immediate association that fat would be bad and if you can do that you're winning yeah I know like my my kids have all you know when they're sort of in that sort of like one to two age have like really big tummies and they'll be like my fat tummy I'm like look at your tummy it's got it's so strong you've got all that food in there like just trying to be positive about it I guess so what are your top three tips for building healthy body image in and raising body confident boys and girls well that was the first one don't tell me about your own body so we're already a third of the way there it's really about celebrating appearance diversity and body functionality. So just noticing the wide variety of shapes and sizes that humans come in. And isn't that fabulous, mm. um, whether you're at the park or at the beach or reading a book where that's kind of evident. And then body functionality would just be trying to embed some of those things about, oh, look how look how strong your legs are that they helped you climb that tree and trying to get that appreciation of those functions early. Um to see if that can buffer against some of the things that are to come in between teenhood, I guess. Mm-hmm. But the other, I think, um, you know, with young kids where this doesn't come up naturally in conversation, I like to, I really like to use body confident picture books because I think that it just helps you to kind of lay the foundation, but also it just it's a good way as a parent to learn like how you might want to phrase a few things and you can kind of, those can be modeled to you from some of these books. Mm-hmm. So There are got, some like, amazing ones out there and you've been actually posting yeah. on your socials lately yeah yeah well there's just so many good ones now so mm-hmm. it's it's really lovely and there's sort of different ones for different ages and I can you know give you a link to our book list but I just think that's a really nice easy gentle way to get started yeah I've definitely found that really helpful we've been doing a lot of that with our with our kids and especially around just cultural diversity as well and there's some really great ones with the book I there's a child who's just got one eye and how they sort of yeah different and but he's also the same and you know there's there's just some there's a, there's a lot of great resources out there and I think for us when we struggle to know what to do like starting with a book yeah. is often really it's definitely like a, a go-to in our household I'll make sure that we pop the links in the show notes to your body confident collective and the sort of um, body confident families Can you, is there any sort of other resources obviously than the book list that you mentioned that you can sort of call out or you know suggest that we reach out for yeah so we did a little printable for father's day about like what dads can do so that's just like a print off and put on the fridge kind of thing with some kind of easy do's and don'ts and then we've got one coming up for grandparents I know my mum even is like I don't really know what to do I'm like oh I've really really not been doing my duty as a body image researcher if my mum doesn't know what to do a little handy guide for grandparents coming out and uh, and then we'll have one that's like for mums as well so just really simple stuff just to kind of embed in your day and it's all a journey and it's all just like practicing it you know you're not there is no right way to do it but just trying to um, start to practice some of these these phrases and things that you can 
say, you know, in those tummy squishy moments and stuff, <laughs> they come more naturally the next time. I think that's... And not to defend it, but to, to embrace it. And to, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. Awesome. Well, um, yeah, some amazing tips and resources there. Thank you so much. It is a bit of a minefield, but some resources and some, I guess, you know, easy guides to follow. It's making the, the job of parents that little bit easier. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thanks so much, Sally. Thank you. So I hope you really enjoyed the chat with Zali's. Obviously, a pretty, uh, I guess, you know, close to our hearts, this topic for, you know, a lot of women and mums. And especially, you know, I'm definitely not surprised to, to learn about what we know about women in pregnancy and that, you know, body image is something that we tend to, you know, it tends to be more favourable in that time. And it's just really, really interesting that our society and culture, um, you know, definitely makes it so much harder to have the same, I guess, appreciation and wonder for our bodies in the postpartum period and so hopefully there's some really great uh inf- you know information and resources there to help you through the the tricky transition that is becoming a mum and all of the sort of different bits and pieces I guess that really impact our physical and emotional well-being and I'll make sure that all of the resources are available the links that Zali has shared are available in the web show notes and you can find uh, her and her amazing uh, body confident mums over at at body confident mums on Instagram and it's bodyconfidentmums.org uh, on the web so yeah if you have any sort of further questions or want to participate in any of the research and studies that they're, they're doing they're doing such great work so yeah make sure that you you reach out and check it out alright guys I can't wait to delve into next week's episode in which we sort of yeah draw the bow closer to how we can really help promote positive body image in our kids. Have a great week. And as always, if you're enjoying what you're listening to, please give us a shout out on socials by screenshotting the episode that you're listening to and tagging us at Lenny Rose Active. And we'll see you guys soon. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Lenny Rose Active, Australian owned, three times mum and physiotherapist designed Lux Active and Technical Wear for the pregnancy to motherhood journey. You can find us on LennyRoseActive.com dot au or on Instagram at Lenny Rose Active.